now, he tells me. Yep. He's tripled his debt. And so are these. There, Tribble Nation, welcome to another edition of Dead Tribbles Talking, the Black Tribbles Walking Dead review series where we are in the midst, we are actually in the final stretches of reviewing season 7 with episode 15, Something They Need. My name is Lynn, aka the Bat Tribble, and I am joined by the man, the myth, the legend, Master Triple E Mac in the building. Living it and loving it. How you feeling? Okay, so a very short, brief rundown, uh, according to IMDB, of episode 15. A group of Alexandrians embark on a journey. One member of the group must make a heartbreaking decision. Um, it's interesting. This episode was uh, directed by Michael Slovis. And according to IMDb, it was written by um, Robert Kirkman, who was the creator of The Walking Dead, the writer of the comic book series, as well as um, by Frank Darabin, who was the showrunner on the first season of The the Walking Dead. So I think that's kind of... Uh, kind of back, and also uh, writer Corey Reed has a credit on this as well. But it's, it's nice to see that he was um, kind of like you know brought back into the mess. Uh, maybe he was there before, but I just noticed that today, and I thought that was kind of an uh, interesting side note um, to what I think was an excellent, excellent, excellent three Excelsiors for this episode in setting up the season finale to come next week. What do you think, Matt? Absolutely. I most definitely second those sentiments. Um, I love the buildup. Everything that I told you was going to happen happened, so I did inform you of those things. Uh, They didn't waste Sasha and just throw her life away last week for no good reason. Um, so, and I definitely told that, and she was unwounded. Like they took, not only they take her alive, like they didn't lay a glove on well, she her. She wasn't bruised up enough. They ain't even scratch her. <laughs> she was untouched. So I don't know if she like ran out of bullets and was just like, all right, I'm gonna let y'all take me. But she, she wasn't lumped up at all. Nah, nah, for real. For real. She was, um. She was like sitting in the in the uh, looked like basically in the same cell that they had had Daryl in, pretty uh, much. And uh, after you know, kind of like dealing with some dude being like a little bit too handsy. With yeah, her. I think that was David. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, well, actually, you know, she had to deal with that, but it was interesting that Megan came out of this joint 
looking like um I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you could feel about Negan about this because he came in, he, he comes in, he takes care of the dude that's getting handsy with with Sasha by straight, straight putting like the crocodile Dundee times two knife through my man's neck. Yeah. Um, and then basically gives Sasha the rundown. Look, I admire what you did. To get in here, I have to. I have to get that. The only reason why you're still alive right now, I gotta admire your gumption for that, you know. And quiet is kept. I need more people like you on my side. Come on my side, ride or die, and we and we keep it moving. I'm not a bad dude. I just, you know, you f- do what I say, and everybody lives large. You watch, you'll see. We're living large in this joint. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You may want to see. I'm just giving you something to think about. Giving you something to think. About. But you have to. The thing that I mean, the, the whole thing about like Megan, like Megan and the governor, in many ways had had things in common. They were both kind of like, like they were, they had a charm to them, right? But where the mm-hmm. governor, that charm was always wrapped in menace, and with Megan is wrapped in menace but he's so over the top with it you can't you you could fall for the okie doke and he ran a good game on her yeah I mean like if there's one thing like Negan does believe in the rules so like a violation is a violation and he handles them like regardless you know what I mean my people your people Everybody has to follow the rules. That's what makes this whole thing work. You know what I mean? Right. He said it more than once. So it's, it's no surprise that he would, you know, single-handedly enforce the rules then and there, you know, site on sanction. You know what I mean? Right. Or, uh, or you know, certificate on site. Like, write it, punish it, and correct it. You know what I mean? Like, just that quick. Yeah, so that's not a surprise. It's not a, it, that's not a surprise at all. But what do you think that Sasha's end game is? Because at first she seems like she she's falling in for it, but then you see her having a conversation with Eugene. Now I, I will say this about her conversation with Eugene and how Eugene was running it down about exactly why he is where he is. I thought that I've I've always been saying that I think Eugene is playing the long con. I think you 100% sincere. As far as telling Sasha she should take the deal? As far as telling Sasha she should take the deal, as far as saying exactly why I am here, I am tired of being afraid. You know, I, I thought I could I thought I could be, you know, that dude, but it's it ain't me. It ain't me. Here I can I I I can what I have to offer can be put to um is proper use because I wasn't really doing nothing, and over in Alexandria, I think he, I think he sincerely has flipped. All right, he's not there because he has a sense of purpose. He's there because he has a taste of power. There's a difference. Like I understand, I I'm a I'm a person. I'm a man in a post-apocalyptic zombie world. I need people. We all need people to survive. If I got taken from my good people and I got to fall in with these crooked people, well, that's what I'm going to do because that's where I'm at right now. So that's the best road for me to go up. 
just like when he was like, all right, well, what we should do is take this by road, go down a mile, then cut back over to the train tracks and try to reacquire, you know, reacquire Glenn or whatever. Like, he's going to do the plan that's the smartest logistically. It makes no sense to try to go against the saviors or say, no, put me in the cage. I can do the same thing Daryl was doing. Like, the Eugene's not going to do that. He's going to take the path of least resistance and take the best shot he has at surviving. And that's going with the punches right now. Now, it doesn't mean he won't pick, uh, go for, uh, help out Rick if it came down to it. If it's like day two, you know, the season finale and they on the battlefield and Negan and Rick are struggling over, you lose Seal and he has a gun on his feet and he picks it up. He ain't going to pick Negan over Rick in that instance on that day. You know what I mean? He's playing the long con. And right now it's most advantageous for me to go with Negan because he gave me the deal. He offered me to carry it, no ride. I'm going to take that. Because he know I'm a little soft, so I can't even, you know, I can't imagine the stick. So just give me the carrot, and I'll do what you want. I'll roll over. I'll play dead. I'll fetch. I'll, I'll tell you how to smelt your, your walkers with defenses. So he's going to take the smart path. That's what that is. Sasha, she's more of a Daryl-type person. She can sit there and be like, yeah, no, I'm not with it. I'm not about it. She even tried to run game on Eugene, and he was like, all right, I hear you, and I don't want you to, but I ain't going to let you play me neither, so I ain't going to give you a knife, but here's this pill if you really do want to kill yourself. Which, of course, he did. Well, he didn't give her the pill. He did give her the pill. When? Because he said, I gave a long, hard thing to what you said, and, you know, after considering it, I don't want him to be able to use you against our friends, so if you do want to take yourself out, and I sincerely hope you don't, you can go ahead and take this, and you should probably fall out when, you know, 30 to 45 minutes. I can't guarantee it'll be painless because, you know, I don't know, but it'll definitely kill you. So he gave her the pill, but she was asking for like a knife or a blade or glass or whatever. I do. I totally missed that. I did not see him do that. <laughs> yeah, they had two conversations. After that, he came and gave her the pill. And she was all salty, like, oh, damn, that ain't what I wanted. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, wow. I missed that. I missed that. I don't know what I was doing. Yeah, so it makes you think about it. Like, was Sasha having that decision to make? Was Eugene the Alexandrian that had a decision to make? I mean, most likely it's Tara, and obviously so. But, you know, both of them both had a decision to make this episode, too. Yeah, Tara, speaking of Tara, nice little segue there. Uh, Tara has obviously told Rick exactly what's going down in Oceanside. I know a place where we can get tons and tons and tons of guns. All the guns. All like, Rick, the guns. I know where all the guns are. Exactly. So they they basically go there and take all the guns. I mean, they did. It was so smooth. It was so slick. They didn't fire a single shot. Not a single shot. And I'm like, yo, like, they even wrapped y'all up and kept y'all safe and warm until they was done taking everything to let y'all back inside y'all premises. Yeah. That, but how did you, I didn't like, I understood taking all the guns but i didn't like taking all the guns because ultimately now you've taken their their long-range defense you know what i mean like you could have left them like five guns and then they could have had strategically placed people to guard their little john and you know case walkers get close i mean 
you taking away the I hear you, but they don't use the guns for perimeter defense. Like all the guns stay locked up until they got trouble. Except for grandma. Grandma had the one inside the house. Right. But all the other guns stay locked up. So they have to run to the armory if something were to pop off. So they, you know, and they know how to handle themselves stab wise. And I and honestly personally I would have kind of wanted to leave it with something, but don't feel bad. We need them all. Yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess their their reasoning is, you know, you'll thank us when we get rid of the saviors, and y'all ain't got to worry about them no more. And the old girl le- thanked them before they left. The Not, girl that saved Tara yet again. Tara, oh, Tara yeah, 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 yeah. Young girl, young girl. You said old girl. That made me think of grandma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh uh, no, grandma's granddaughter. Tara's oh. guardian angel. For. What? Yo, that might that that literally might be her purpose in life. <laughs> to save Kara's life. Like, yo, if you if she wanna go, you might want to take her with you. Yeah. Cause that's better than a squire. She's been on point for you for day one against her team. Like, I don't know how or why, but yeah, you need her in your corner. Yeah, because she like slut the hell out of her grandmother, man. Yo, she is Lady Brienne of Tarth. You need her in your corner. Definitely. She all she do is say Tara. Like I'm like, yo, Tara, take her now. Like, cause I don't know what else to tell you. Like, you can't get no better wingman than that. Like, she's been saving you. Like, she got more saves than Robin right now. More than Aqualad. Like, she putting up numbers. <laughs> she's the Steph Curry of sidekicks. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Yo, she definitely does. So Tara need her by her side, like not now, but right now. Yeah, true that. True that. Do you? And I also like that they didn't even give them a choice. Like you were saying, oh, I said no, talk to them, give them a whole conversation, make them the offer. There's like, no, you can fight with us if you want to, but either way, these guns are coming with us. Right. And we can we'll let you use your guns if you fight with us. <laughs> but uh, but uh, but until we win, we gonna go ahead and hold these for you. <laughs> they weren't wrong. They, yeah, because they was like, yo, we no is not an answer. No is not an option. Like, we're not having a negotiation. And even some wanted to fight, but they said it's all or none. I do, I do have to say that I do, I did appreciate that. Like, that whole storyline of going to Oceanside and getting the guns, that could have, if they wanted to, they could have, like, dragged that out over, like, two, three episodes, you know, like, all right, we're going to think about it. Now we're on our way to Oceanside. Now we see Oceanside. Now we make a plan for the guns. They just did that in, like, one episode. Like, boom, where they at? Let's go. Do Yeah. So I do appreciate that. That was, that, that was smooth. That was smooth. And I finally liked, like, for once, when the living can actually band together against the dead and not try to kill each other in that same instance. Like, people finally have the same priorities. Yeah. I swear that's, like, the first time you saw them, like, two different groups stand together against the dead, and then somebody didn't try to kill the other one. Because I'm pretty sure the last time I saw that was with, um, uh, the in the prison. Yeah. In the prison with the guards, I mean, not the guards, the six survivors, mm-hmm. and they tried to kill Rick at the time. Yep. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like I that's like the last time I've seen that like happen and work. 
And it was that when they protected everybody and the way that they did it and how organized they were about it, you know, I think that was the the impetus that made everybody just say like, uh, damn, like, yeah, that's what we need. You know what I mean? Like Right. Because like they're like they're willing to fight, you know, and they did step up real quick, it was precise, it was accurate. And they even untied them to help. Not like, well, we're not going to trust you with your own survival right now. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't know. Like, that, that, those actions that quick really, I guess, summed up the kind of people that they really were. And they really aren't trying to hurt us. Because uh, as soon as Grandma, uh, Tara told Grandma, yeah, we're coming for your guns. We're going to take this place. She was thinking, all right, you're going to sack the city and kill all of us. But they really did it in a way, like they thought it out and they did it without killing or hurting anyone. And they kept everybody in the same place. If they just let them scatter, that herd would have caught, caught somebody. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. But they kept them all safe. They literally kept them all safe throughout the whole ordeal and then like ushered them right back inside their walls. Like you can't ask for any more than that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like was, I, I, that was like the best robbery ever. I don't know what to say. <laughs> it was, it was. Uh, the other place we 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 saw your boy uh, Gregory. Ain't that his name? Yes. Yo, this boy. Oh my God. Yo, Gregory. All right. Like you, le- you leave this place. You're in charge. People listen to your orders. But you're not even a little bit capable. Nope. Like, not even a little bit. Like, that walker was like Sasha, like, untouched, unscathed, mm-hmm. acting with impunity. Like, probably would have got off of the Mexican uh, crib or trailer if he was able to listen and negotiate with Gregory. My man was like, Maggie, if you sit down, girl, you're pregnant. I got you. I got you, Maggie. Just sit down, put the feet up. Go ahead and finish digging your hole or look at the bush. I got this. I'm a, I said I'm going to look out. And did you see when he was like, all right, I'm going to go ahead and look out. And he put his gun on sticking out. He pulled his knife out. Like, he was really about to be like, wait, really? This is how you're on guard. This is what guard you see. This is what guard looks like. All right, Gregory, well, let's see if this pans out. Oh, my God, Gregory. Like, you could. Oh, my God. I'm like, yo, Gregory, like, stop, your knife is already out. Like, you can't be no more prepared than you are right now. Even if you got blindsided a little bit, your knife is in your hand already. Exactly. And you got the wherewithal to grab the ball around the neck so we can't get the mouth, you know, on you. But you couldn't just take that other hand and just, like, jam him up real quick? He dropped the knife. Oh, yeah, you can't do that either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Really? 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 Ah! I was like, yo, Gregory, like, stop it. And did he throw up or he just, like, heaving or, or picking up the knife or something? No, he threw up. He threw up. Oh, my God. Like, I, I thought he was just picking up the knife. I was about to give him that much credit. I, I should not have. No, no, he threw up, dog. And then I was like, uh, dang, what he told us. And I love the way she aired him out, too. Like, no shame. He was like, he's never killed one before. He's all right. And I'm like, oh, and she played him. Well, I don't think she played him. I don't think she knew that the story was that he had killed people. 
so he she was basically like telling them like yo he's okay he just never he just never killed one before he's all right she was trying to make it seem like it's it's just the way i read it she was trying to make it seem like he just killed one and now you know he's just dealing with it you know because it was like his first one and and that's when they're like ain't what he told us you know no i'm pretty sure they saw her save him uh you think yeah, like the way he was all disheveled, like I think he was all the way deflated. Like I really think they just saw the pregnant lady save Gregory, our quote unquote leader. So now what do you think he when he went back into the drone and was telling this man he needed a ride, so you he's he's about to uh ride off to Saviorville, you think he's gonna give up Maggie? Or is he gonna try and he's like um just turn tail? That definitely seems like you're going to give up Maggie because you're not going to go to Saviorville if you don't have anything to offer. I guess that's Simon. That's um, yeah. he is number two. Right. Yeah, you don't have, if you don't have anything to offer Simon, you know, and he was drinking that tequila, so he wasn't saving it. Mm-hmm. If you don't have anything to offer, you're not going over there. So I think that was really like the straw that broke the camel's back. And now that Maggie has his penis in her pocket, he's just like, I have to get rid of her because I don't like this feeling. <laughs> I want my penis back. Yeah, like I really want it back, and that's this is how I get it. I turn, I go and run to the save, uh, to the saviors, and tell on you. And you know, I don't know if he's thinking this far ahead, but pray they don't kill me for harboring you this long. Right. <laughs> this is an equal opportunity. It's an equal possibility. Really. Exactly. Like I don't know what he's thinking. You know, for real. <laughs> if he's thinking he wants his penis back. He's not thinking past his penis. A lot of men have this problem, so I can see that. He's not thinking past, like, hey, my penis is in her purse. I want it back. Like, that's not fair. And she told everybody that I no longer have a penis. Like, she waved it to them and said, he's all right. I got him. He's safe. It's in my pocket. Like, you know what I mean? So when she said that to the people, and you know, they went right inside and was like, yo, great. We just got saved by Maggie. You know, you, you saw her pick up his penis off the ground. She was like, yeah, I seen it. She does it all, put it in the pocket. Like, everybody's going to be telling that story by dinner time. <laughs> like, everybody's going to be talking about, you know, Gregory and how he, you know, how you think, like how he got, you know, castrated. Like, it's like they're going to talk about, like, by the time uh, uh, Enid gets back to the hilltop, Maggie will have literally castrated the bull with a knife and, like, did it ritually in front of everybody. Like, the story's just going to escalate and ramp up out of control by the time it gets around. They're like, yo, Maggie's glad being pale. Like, she cut up all people. She just took charge. But, yo, like, that's what it's going to be. Like, like yo, she she beat down 50 walkers and saved Gregory single-handedly. And she was nine months pregnant. And the baby was breached with his foot hanging out. Like, the story's just going to get amped up. It's just going to go zero to 100 real quick. Real quick. Like, by the time that baby is one and hearing this story, she's going to be like Conan. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, the story's just going to get worse and worse. That's not our amp it up. <laughs> Obviously. Um, so we are really, I, I am looking forward to this season finale. Like this whole season has been okay for me. Um, it's, it has some slow parts, but it, for the most part it's been okay. But I definitely needed this episode to, to get me amped up for the season finale. And now I think I'm all in on the season finale, but I 
But I don't think, like, there's a part of me, like, I don't think Nikki's going to die. No, no way. And that bothers me. Cause I don't know if I need another season of this ball. I don't know if we're going to get a whole season of him. Like, he may have to, like, disappear and regroup and come back. Right. But, and that's going to give us some, you know, backstory and, you know, more groups or whoever else. But I don't think he's dying next episode. Sasha might go because she's bait. Like, now her death is at a point where it's, it's, the, it's the impetus for something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where, it yeah. can, where we can kick off, you know, whatever. Because Neeg is talking about, all right, tomorrow's going to be a big day. And it looks like Eugene is sitting there running mouth like, yeah, they played in the fight now. They, they done being scared. So it looks like, you know, Eugene really has turned full tail. And, you know, everybody is amping up for, like, this next day. Because now Rick has everything they need. And it was daylight when they left Oceanside. I don't think it was that far. They probably already went to the Junkyard Dogs and dropped off their portion and locked that up. And it's like, all right, well, tomorrow we ride. Here's your guns today. We ride tomorrow. And then got back at nighttime. And then we didn't even talk about the white yet. I told you Rosita wins that matchup. Now, it seems like the white is gone willingly. But even if he fought, I'm still going to put my money on Rosita. Okay, fair enough. But do you think you... Do you think they can trust the white? You think the, do you think the white is is there truly on his uh on his uh, uh on his humble or is this um the Trojan horse? I believe it. I believe he wants to topple Negan. Like how many times I got to see you fill up my wife because she's yours now and you burn my face? Like yeah, like I'm I'm ready to see Negan go. I I totally believe that. I don't know if Rick believes it or if Rick knows to the extent that Dwight's been tormenting himself, but I believe that Dwight is earnest and he wants to see Negan topple, yes. Mm. Uh, you think he's a Trojan horse? I think I think he's a Trojan horse. I do. I don't think Negan's that much of a strategist. Ooh. Ooh, you don't? No. And then, mind you, I'm keeping uh, the last episode of six in mind, you know, the first episode of seven, when they took all day long to prove this point of roadblocking their way to the hilltop. Right. All those resources, because like, all that's not bright. That's just, all right, they're trying to get to somewhere, or if they're watching them, they know they're trying to get to the doctor at the hilltop. So we're just going to block the road to the hilltop. That takes a lot of stamina and resources, but that's not like a smart plan. You know what I mean? Now, with Eugene there, maybe it's a smarter plan, because I'm pretty sure it was Eugene's idea to um to separate, to split up when he had the RV, and then they were going to take it on foot. But yeah. at the same time, as soon as they caught up with Eugene, they knew the plan because he gave it all away. So <laughs> I don't see Negan as being like, all right, Dwight, I want you to go and you know, find out what they're really up to and blah, 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 blah. I mean, but then again, it could be part of his plan if he was saying, no, no, it's not. Because he was saying tomorrow's going to be a big day, telling Sasha, you know, we're going to go set your people straight. And I definitely think that means he's going to use her to make an example. Yeah, she Um, knows it. She knows it. Right. But I don't see, but he didn't know Rosita and Sasha were showing up that night. So Dwight being out on his run, because he's not going to be missing. So he wasn't there, you know, at the start of the attack. 
and he ran, and then he left with Rosita. So he was out on a run, you know, doing whatever. So Negan doesn't know he would have been back by now. So his absence isn't missed right now. So he can move and he can, you know, move freely and make these alliances and do whatever, you know, is asked. But I don't know how well Rick and I'm going to trust him. And Daryl definitely not going to trust him. Yeah, Daryl is not going to trust him. Daryl just give me, give me a moment. Like, yeah, like just give me a crossbow. Don't, man, just give me an arrow. I don't even need my crossbow. Just give me an arrow. I don't even think you need that. I think you can just like, just turn your back for 10 seconds. <laughs> That's it. I'm taking this ball out. Oh, so, yeah, but, um, but I don't know. I liked it. And I definitely like how they started it with uh, Tara's, uh, her plight and how she felt bad because she went back on her word. Yeah. Because I felt bad for Tara, too, right there at the beginning. Yeah. I mean, like, this girl, I would call her a woman. This woman saved your life three times the day she met you for no reason other than, you know, she felt like it. And that's all she asked for in return. Like, don't tell your people and don't come back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, you know, I guess it all comes down to the greater good. You know, yeah. there's no more right or wrong. It's all about surviving. Yeah. But I definitely feel Tara. Like, you know, your word is your bond. Like, I, I definitely felt for her in that instance. But she did what she had to do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I felt for it, too. But, like, you know, ultimately, she she had to weigh the pros and cons. And um, she, made, she made made the decision. And I And I think that the way that they went about it, not only help reinforce her decision, but it helped them live with her betrayal of her word. You know, I think what helped them live with it was the fact that the girl said thank you. Like even though we aren't able to fight for us, because honestly they are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like thank you for your service. Right, right. So I I think that's what really uh, cemented it for or helped her out or, you know, make peace with the whole thing. It was dope, man. It was really dope. And uh, the season finale is next week. And we're inviting all of you, all of you, I don't care where you are, listening to uh, Dead Triples Talking. Get your butt down to Amalgam Comics and Coffee House for Walking Dead Sundays. You got the fantastic treats and coffees and, and, and pastries. There we'll be having a good time. Um, and it's going to be the season now. It's going to be extra long, extra uh, dookie thick. So we'll have a couple of extra mics there so that, you know, if you get down, you can, everybody can uh, have their voice heard on their thoughts on the end of season, season seven of AMC's The Walking Dead next week, The Walking Dead Sundays on Dead Troubles Talking. All right, this is the Bat Tribble. He is the Master Tribble, and it's our team. Hey, see you next week. Now we're